The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How is your life going? Could you use some improvement somewhere? Typically, we could all use a little push, guidance, and transformation. Welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. In this enlightening hour, you'll hear from experts to help you get to that next level. Are you ready to have some fun and get motivated? Here is your host, Dr. Faith Brown. Well, good morning, everyone. I hope all of you are having a fantastic day today, that your day's off to a wonderful start. Welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with me, your host, Dr. Faith. I'm so excited to have all of you guys with us this morning, both domestically and internationally. We really appreciate um, your love and support. You've been great partners along this journey, and we just like to say thank you. <laughs> and a big, big, big shout out and thank you to the iconic, the legendary Mr. Lenny White for such a beautiful, beautiful score. Um, that score, for all of you who've been inquiring, is Bain Desolée by Saint-Tropez. It is just a wonderful score. You can feel free to download it from iTunes or from Amazon. You will not be disappointed. And um, while while I have you here, I'd like to just make a brief announcement uh, for our next Tuesday show. We will actually be broadcasting live. Uh, from the state office building there in Harlem, New York. I'm so, so excited as um, we will be celebrating with none other than uh, New York, a New York legend, Mr. Lenny Green. <laughs> He's celebrating his 20 years on air. And I'm sure for all of you who are Mr. Lenny Green fans, you know about the quiet storm. So if you will join us there live, um, be there around 1030 a.m. to uh, take a seat in the audience and celebrate with Mr. Lenny Green host of The Quiet Storm. We'll be celebrating his 20 years on air, and that should be an exciting occasion. Actually, it's an exciting way to spend your lunch hour. Uh, So just DM us or email me at drfaithbrown at gmail.com for your ticket. Um, while, While there's free access, you do have to be on the list, on the waiting list. We'll get you registered to make sure you have a seat. So come on out and support Mr. Mr. Green. Celebrate with him. We're anticipating great, great fun. But on today's show, <laughs> I am excited to welcome none other than Mr. Purvis Taylor III. Welcome, Purvis. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. How are you? I am doing very, very well. And since chatting with you, you know, before the show, I found that there is something that we have in common, and I will get you introduced to our audience, but... Love the fact that you just came in from a run, <laughs> which we know that good health informs healthy relationships. So I'm really excited about that. Absolutely. Feeling good. <laughs> we, Absolutely. Yeah, we have endorphins all over the place and dopamine all over the place. So that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who have not yet had the pleasure of meeting uh, Mr. Taylor, let me just tell you a little bit about him. 
He's an award-winning life coach, speaker, author, and mentor. He originally hails from Lancaster, Texas, um, and later he actually moved to Miami, where he studied marketing, graduating from the University of Miami. Afterwards, he moved to New York, to New York, where he embarked on a career in entertainment. He worked and interned at such places as Def Jam and Naris, also known as the Grammys. If you guys have been on his website, you'll know this next thing is true. So I, I encourage you to go over. He signed with Wilhelmina Models, <laughs> where he was <laughs> featured on commercials and in movies. Um, however, after a personal loss, um, he, his life shift, shifted. And today, Mr. Uh, Taylor has authored two internationally selling books called Purvis Principles, Volumes 1 and 2, and co-authored the award-winning relationship book, Single, Single Man, Married Man, and has been christened uh, by Black Enterprise Magazine as a modern man. He mentors, teaches, and speaks to young men and helping them to develop emotional intelligence and healthy masculinity, which we will get into. And as a coach, he works with celebrities, executives, and everyday people, which means you and I can go check him out anytime. He has space on his calendar. Um, he recently worked with actress Lisa Nicole Carson, and you can take a look at that, on the show called Being for BET-centric. He just finished up his master's degree in clinical psych from Columbia University, and his work has been featured on NBC, Fox, Essence People, and Black Enterprise. Again, I say to you, Mr. Taylor, welcome to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. Thank you so much. That was a beautiful <laughs> intro. Well, I listen. Was, like, impressed. You, yeah, you planted those seeds. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You've done all of that. Um, and yeah. that's what brings us here today. Our lives happened to intersect not too long ago. And I was highly impressed with you. And I wanted to bring you on to just further advance your agenda and, and, and your story to the world. So the first thing I'd like to just start with um, is just asking you, what inspired you to enter coaching after, after having a background in marketing and having been in the entertainment world? <laughs> yes. What inspired you to transition into coaching? Well, you know, it was interesting. You know, I always believe like your purpose is like a, like a common thread throughout your life. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, when I was younger, I was always the person people went to for advice. Always. Yes. Um, yes. Interestingly enough, somebody I went to junior high school with, she still has a letter that I wrote her uh, in response to a guy breaking her heart. And wow. a lot of the stuff that I said in that letter, I would say today. And, and so I, I found it to be a common thread in my life. But really the impetus for, for it was when my father passed away. Mm -hmm. uh, and one of the last conversations that I had with him is he, he prophesied to me wow. that I would be doing the work that I'm doing today. And he was just very short. And at the time, it didn't seem like a prophecy, you know, but it was, uh -huh. I guess he knew that he was going to transition. And yes. um, he just kind of spoke it into existence. And I went through like this very, you know, deep depression, you know, naturally. And, um, you know, one of the things that came out of it was that I just really wanted to uh, be an inspiration. I needed inspiration to get out of the darkness that I was. Wow. In. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. Now, after he mentioned that to you, did you readily receive it? Although, you know, you had one foot in different worlds, you know, entertainment or, uh, you know, in modeling or in your other life. Did you have, was there any kind of trepidation with receiving what he shared with you or did you readily accept it because it had been a common thread? 
Well, at the time, I didn't recognize that it was a common thread. Um, I did not readily receive it because I was like, I'm going to be famous. I'm going to be, <laughs> gonna be you know what I mean? Like, I'm signing, yes. I'm working at Def Jam. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. So at the time, I, you know, I was 24. I was very young. And, yes. uh, you know, I didn't know that he wasn't sick or anything. He ended up passing away from a heroin overdose, unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, uh-huh. a, a few weeks later after that conversation. But I, at the time, I just was, I was focused on being famous. Wow. Or trying well, to get famous. Trying yeah. to get famous. Yes. Yes. Yeah, trying to. <laughs> well, I think today you are. <laughs> as, I, as I read this bio, I would say that you have succeeded at both, actually. Um, so when you knowing, you know, the uh, the tragedy, the, the, the crisis under which you lost your father, how has that impacted your life in terms of inspiring others? Well, my, my, my daddy was my biggest cheerleader. Mm, and mm-hmm. um, it, I think the inspiration I get is from him, through, you know, yes. through him. And, you know, regardless of wherever he, his challenges in life, he was always positive, and at least, regard, especially regarding his children yes. and his wife. Um, yes. You know, so, I mean, it comes from him. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm just, you know, my family sees me speaking or they see me in action. They're like, oh, that's daddy. Or that you, yes. you're being your father. You know, so it, he, he was the instrumental. Extremely I, instrumental. I, I love that because the name of this show is Adversity Doesn't Stand a Chance Against Love. And what it sounds like is despite his challenges, despite whatever those were, because we all have them, that you were able to embrace him for who the man that you knew to be your father. Yeah, absolutely. Unconditionally. And I never judged him for um, for his, you know, his shortcomings. Yes, yes, yes. And what is interesting about that is, you know, we have certain lenses and we see certain things as shortcomings. And, you know, we never know why people and until you're in your seat as a coach or my seat as as a psychologist, you know, why people turn to certain, um, I'd say, vices, for lack of a better word, for escape or, you know, for, for some type of solace. So whereas we have one lens to say, you know, uh, that vice may or may not, you know, be, be, be good for that person. It's always interesting to look behind the veil to see Absolutely. what's there for, to, before judgment. <laughs> before, and, you it know. was interesting. My daddy always used to say to me, he said, he would say to me all the time, he said, son, if you knew the reason why people did the things that they did, you wouldn't be mad at them. Right, right, right. Because when I, I, I happen to believe in human nature and the good in human nature. And when we know better, we do better to the best of our ability. That's what we do. That's what we do. And sometimes we need a little help from folks like you. Yeah. To partner with folks like you (laughs) to help us along the way, um, which is fantastic. And you know what? We're going to get into um, some of the things that you've been able to accomplish um, through your work as a coach, uh, particularly visiting the concept of emotional intelligence and healthy masculinity. I'd like for you to define healthy masculinity when we get back, because this is a relationship platform where we talk about all things relationships and we try to eradicate all barriers to developing those. And the fact that you've worked with young men um, and, 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 and helping them to develop 
the concept of emotional intelligence and developing what you what you call healthy masculinity. I really like to get into that and 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 see how that informs the development of healthy relationships um, moving forward. So would that be okay with you when we get back? Yes, absolutely. Guys, Guys, you're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my very special guest, Mr. Purvis Taylor. Stick with us. We will be right back. your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Welcome back, everyone, to all of our domestic and international listeners. We welcome you to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with me, your host, Dr. Faith, and my very special guest, Mr. Purvis Taylor. Um, I cannot tell you how excited I am to have him on the show today, simply because he has such a broad scope of experience from um, entertainment and modeling to that that has inspired him to inspire people one person at a time via coaching. So welcome, Mr. Taylor. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> um, as, as we went to break, we were visiting the concepts of emotional intelligence and healthy masculinity in terms of how they inform the development of healthy relationships. Can you just share with us a little bit about uh, what that means? What is emotional intelligence? What is healthy masculinity and how do they inform the development of healthy relationships? Um, well, emotional intelligence is being able to work through the emotions that you're experiencing, processing them as well, processing them at the same time, and also being uh-huh. able to uh, discern and navigate through the emotions that another person is feeling. So uh-huh. it's, it's in my mind, it's twofold. So it's like okay. understanding what you're feeling and being able to understand what somebody else is feeling. 
Okay. Okay. Essentially. And okay. the reason why that obviously that's important in relationships because emotions are involved in relationships. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, at the, mm-hmm. at, the base, sure. at the base of every argument is someone's feeling was hurt. Some, you know, someone's feeling a certain way about certain things and, and being able to know what that is that they're feeling and knowing how to deal with that. Because, you know, uh, I, you know, when I work with young men, they don't know what sorrow is. Okay. Wow. They know what. Wow. They know the three, like I, I call them the three basic food groups, but the three grand, the three main um, e- emotions are happy, uh-huh. sad, and anger or mad. Okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? So yes. there's so much more. There's jubilance that's under happy. There's joy. Right. You know, there's, uh, you know, uh, just so many things under happiness, the umbrella of happiness, yes. and there's so many things under the umbrella of sadness. And as you know, the psychologists, you don't deal with them the same way. Right, exactly, exactly, exactly. So how do you find that one training that or teaching that is challenging in terms of getting them to, one, understand the concept, and number two, embrace it? Because I think a big component of that is understanding then empathy, understanding what empathy is. Absolutely. And I think a lot of times they, when working with, particularly with young men, they understand empathy, but they're afraid to be vulnerable enough to experience it. So they ah. know they should be feeling something, but they're afraid to do that mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the cultural norm of what masculinity is. So that ah. kind of correlates and goes together. You, you see what okay. I'm saying? Yes, um, let's talk about that. Yeah, so with healthy masculinity, in my mind, I don't have like a, a specific definition, but what it is for me, for, for purpose, is being able to take ownership and acknowledge you know, for my choices, uh, yes. my uh, my emotions, my yes. actions, uh, you know, not defining myself based on my the number of sexual conquests uh, mm. or if I'm uh, or one-upping another brother or, you know, just all those yes. things that are involved with the machismo. If, you know what I mean, like I'm not alpha male, I'm a little bit alpha beta. And embracing uh-huh. who I am. Like, I'm not going to pretend to be somebody that I'm not. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. it's about just really just taking ownership for the fullness of who you are and the greatness of who you are. And just knowing that your unique expression of masculinity is yes. beautiful. Wow. 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 And I gather, uh, <laughs> as you stated, getting to that sometimes, you know, accepting that is kind of challenging based on one's cultural experience. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, <laughs> I'm, I mean, I grew up in hypermasculine South, and I was bullied and, you know, called all kinds of names for being different. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, like, I wasn't into sports. I wanted to watch Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson videos. Uh-huh. And, you know, people made fun of me for that. Well, what you just mentioned in your response was accepting the greatness of who you are. Yeah. So whether that's on the hypermasculinity side or not so much, there is right. greatness in each, and being able to accept, receive, and express that sounds very important and vitally important to informing how one moves forward in a relationship. Absolutely, because that's what you want. You want you want to put your best in a relationship. You want to be able to navigate and minimize a lot of the the stuff, the baggage, the clutter that we carry mm-hmm. into relationships, and we can't get to that unless we work through certain things. Unless we understand right. what we're feeling, understand what the other person is feeling. Otherwise, we're just going to, you know, we're just going to keep crashing. Right, 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 right. 
Right, right. So what advice would you have, though, for someone who is in this hyper-masculine society or culture, right, and struggle with, you know, being themselves? I we, we see it every day on, you know, in high school, we see it every day in undergraduate school, we see it every day with people struggling um, to either, you know, come out to certain people, or even just to stand in their own truth and say, you know what, I'm, you know, alpha beta, and I'm okay with that. You should be okay with it too, or even if one is not okay with it, that they're not looking for validation from anyone just to be themselves and to put that mm-hmm. best image of themselves into the world. You know, it's interesting. So, um, uh, a, a gentleman by the name of Chris Birch, he is a he's a minister, and he made a statement, and it's not his statement, but I forgot the guy who said it. But he said that men scream at a frequency that only they can hear. Mm. Mm-hmm. And. The reason why I think that's so important to make that statement is like so many men are yes. screaming and no yes. one is hearing them. And mm. because the way culture has dictated and set it up, they're yes. going to remain screaming or they're going to do something drastic. And so we know that African-American boys between ages 18, 24, 22 have a high suicide rate in the country currently. Mm. And that's because mm-hmm. they don't know how to process. They're not given permission. No one has told them that it's okay to cry. It's okay to feel what you feel it's okay to be vulnerable depending upon uh-huh. who you're vulnerable around what you're vulnerable about but it's okay to do that uh-huh uh-huh and, and sounds like you're telling them that right now that it is okay yeah it's okay it's okay i worked i i remember doing some work in dc working with the organization i'll make this very quick and i did a workshop on emotional intelligence and one of the these were the leaders not the students these were the leaders who were teaching the students and one young man broke down crying over his mother that died when he was five, and he was like 31 at the time. Mm-hmm, he mm-hmm, never mm-hmm. cried over his mom. Wow. 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 And, and, and do you attribute that to his cultural bent? Absolutely. Okay. I do attribute it to that. Like, you know, men don't cry. Like, you know, my dad told me when I said I wanted to be a dancer, he was like, boys don't dance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, I see them on TV. <laughs> you know yes. what I mean? Like, Yes. There's a big yes. right now. Yes. Um, and yes, that that you culture. hear, you tend to embrace. That that you hear yeah. over and over and over again, you tend to embrace, you tend to live by. And any departure from that seems perhaps would bring certain adverse consequences. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're running through uh, either either in the in the lunchroom or in your neighborhood. You know, you yeah. may not necessarily be uh, one of the guys. You could possibly risk, right. you know, being ostracized. Is that what you're yeah. what you're what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. And okay. and and that is a, a interesting place to be in because I know for every purpose, there's like you know ten thousand young men who might not have made the choices that I made. Mm-hmm. Or who didn't have the father that I have, even in spite of the, you know, boys don't dance thing, um, who had a mother and father who spoke greatness over them. So I have a different story than a lot of people, but I know, but I, the, I'm so passionate about this work is because I know that for every me, there's 10,000 of me who, who won't be able to have access to what I had access to. Right, 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 right. So, so share with us, Purvis, if you will. Um, you know, the concept of saying what saying it is one thing; doing it is another, right? And as you stated, many um, a, a young men out there may not have the support system that you have. So, you just gave them permission to say to to be themselves, right? Go out, be yourself, uh-huh. own who you are. It's okay. How would one, if you could give one to two 
pieces of advice to that young man that may be listening right now. How, what does that look like? How does he actually do that? So you've given me permission to own, you know, all of who I am because you're telling me all of who I am is great and I'm okay right. as I am. So what does right. that look like when I'm in the company of my friends or, 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 or you know, when I'm out alone? What does that look like? It can look like a, a lot of things, but I, I definitely want, you know, one, one of the things that I would definitely say is, like, find somebody who, and I know this is difficult, find somebody who you can trust that you can be, you can be vulnerable with. And do it in phases. Mm-hmm. Do it in stages and steps. You know, don't just give them the whole shebang, but find somebody who you can have, ex- you know, you can express your feelings to, uh, that you can pr- kind of process. Um, and, you know, back to the scenario, what I said about the young man crying over his mother who died when, when he was five, what he did, he felt safe. I created a safe mm. environment for him to do that. Uh-huh, uh-huh, um, okay. And so it's like finding, and we all know when somebody is safe or not. I think yes. that I think that we're all wise enough to, to be able to discern when somebody is, is, is safe or not. Finding that, that person, and then, you know, another thing, too, is finding, doing something that you really, really like. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, okay. Like for me, I love to dance. I love uh-huh. to dance. I love <laughs> that to makes dance. two of us. <laughs> right. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. I love to dance. So like, do something that's naturally you, and don't uh-huh. care. Like I'm 37. I will go to a party and turn up and like <laughs> dance for hours. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because and that's not care. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, and I think you, you raised some, you know, those are some interesting points, right? Find a safe place or a, or, 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 or a safe harbor with people that um, has your best interest at heart or number two, do something that you love. It's those yeah. times when we leave, you know, that host of witnesses, those who contribute positively to our lives, where people tend to hit a wall and not know how to navigate beyond that and um, sounds like you're saying once you adopt the attitude of I alone am enough and you carry that forth you tell yourself that and carry that forth that he or he will be okay yeah absolutely I I, I definitely um, I know that to be true for myself I mean I'm not telling people to do something that I myself did not do okay okay uh-huh, uh-huh. So, guys, whatever it is that, yeah, whatever your passion is, whatever you like to do, go and turn up. <laughs> turn yeah, up, turn no. up, turn and up. It, and and, it's, and it's, it's even beyond that. I, I definitely think I know this to be true. Like, once you start to embrace who you are and embrace all of who you are, and it's a process, and it is definitely a process and acceptance and things like that, your life starts to change. And the way that life, you perceive life changes and the way life perceives you changes. Yes, yes, Does, you, yes. does that make sense? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because inherent in that is showing up authentically in relationship, right? And when we show up authentically in relationship, the lens then isn't so me focused or we have a chance to go beyond being self-absorbed. And then we can turn the lens on someone else, a partner, a friend or, or whomever it is to then have compassion. Or then have empathy or um, show a little love in that direction. Because I think as long as we are afraid of showing up authentically, then the lenses are always on us. Absolutely. Wondering what are people thinking. To give. Right. <laughs> right. We don't have anything to give because we're so concerned about what people are thinking about us. Right. Huh. 
Absolutely. Very, very interesting concept. So the way one would lean into a relationship, I, I, as if I'm interpreting you correctly, is to port the entire self into the relationship yes. in, an, in an authentic way and not be afraid of that. And work through, you know, work through stuff, issues, and baggage. You know, I always say this. I was like, you know, it costs you to check in extra baggage at the airport. What's true for that is true for life. How about that? Cost you. I, I like that. I like that. And it costs what? Can you share a little bit about the cost? It costs you emotions. It costs you mm-hmm. wasted time. It costs you a lot of anguish. Like, it's just a lot of ang- stuff that you don't have to deal with if you would have dealt with it the first time or if you would have dealt with the stuff that you know you need to deal with. And it's like you're bringing another person into the fold. They're, you know, you're hurting them. You're hurting yourself. Yes. You're hurting other people. And I always tell people, our dysfunction affects other people. You may not yes. see it that way, but down the line, it will affect other people. So it's not. So you think you're being selfish? Yes. You're, yes. You are being selfish, but it's also hurting other people. Wow. It trickles down the line. It's a trickle-down effect. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. This is, this is powerful stuff, and we're going to pick up with Mr. Taylor when we get back. I think you'll find great solace in his book, Purvis Principles, which you can go to his website to download volumes one and two. Stay with us, guys. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my guest, Mr. Purvis Taylor. Hang in there with us. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's AskDrFaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. 
Welcome back, everyone, and thank you. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and my very special guest today, Mr. Purvis Taylor. Um, He's been sharing some wonderful, wonderful gems with us today about how adversity does not stand a chance against love, despite what it is, whatever the challenge is. And against that backdrop, what we know is that um, love isn't the absence of adversity, or challenges. And as a matter of fact, we've come to appreciate the concept of iron sharpening iron. So let me ask you, uh, Purvis, how does one see past the challenges, whatever they are, right? Um, Whether it is uh, an an addiction or um, someone who has wronged you and, you know, you're faced with having the awesome task of forgiveness. How does one see past the challenge and hold steadfast to love? Um, you, you know, I, I really like this question. Um, one of the people that I admire in, in the field of psychology is, is uh, Viktor Frankl. Ah, yes. His, con- his concept of logotherapy, right? Mm-hmm. And, and for those of you who don't know who Viktor Frankl is, he was a Holocaust survivor. Mm-hmm. And he basically, in short, says that when you have a purpose and you, and you can realize, um, you realize that there's something deeper and something more rewarding at the end of something, you can make it through anything. And that's mm-hmm. how he survived the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. 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 And those who survived the Holocaust had the same mindset. Yes. And so one of the things that, that I instill in my clients and even, you know, whether they are celebrities or, or youth is there is a greater purpose. There is something beyond this. And yes. if you can see that, and if you can see that, you can make it through anything. And I mean anything. Yes. And, yes. And, 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 and even, from, even from my life, like I told you, I went through a very deep depression uh, when my father died. Like, it was bad. Like, I... You know, it wasn't at the point where it was like I wasn't showering, but it was almost at that place. Wow. Um, And one of the things I had a deep, I said, I made a promise to myself when I was 15 years old. um, I was was bullied severely in high school, and this girl gave me the My Life album by Mary J. Blige. And that album, it transformed my life. And I made a promise to myself that said, you know what, if I'm... When I make it through this, I'm going to inspire people the way that this album has inspired me. And it was a promise that I made to myself and went fast forward with my father. When I went through that deep, dark depression, I was dealing with all the things that I, I, I never talked about. That promise came back to life. Wow. And I said, I'm going to make it through this and I'm going to make something that's going to inspire people just like that album did for me. And so it came back again. And so I was able to make it through that because I saw the end result, which, is, which would be doing what I'm doing right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what is possible for me is possible for you. There's right. something beyond this adversity. There is love. There is purpose. There is, yes. there is inspiration at the end of that adverse situation. Yes, yes, yes. Shout out to Mary J. Yes. Shout out to her. (laughs) Shout out to her, which I think, you know, her work, you know, that's that's what that's one of her goals of her work, you know, is to inspire. And if and if that album was able to pull you back from the brink, which sounds like may have been moderate to maybe severe somewhere on that spectrum depression and pull you back from the brink. uh, I think job well done. Yes. 
Job well yeah. done. Well, let me uh, let me just just kind of uh, uh, talk a little bit about this and then get get your get you to weigh in. And that is, we talk about purpose all the time. You said mm-hmm. that once you know that there is more, you can get through anything. And I, I as I talk to people, people who both visit my office and those who ask for advice, you know, are still like searching for purpose, right? I have right. my own little. Um, idea around purpose I'd like for you to weigh in on it Um, and that is I think all of us kind of know and at the end of the day it really is about love and kingdom building and however whatever medium we use for that is our discretion you know and for you it's it's coaching and for me it is you know it's the therapeutic process we we leverage all kinds of uh, media to get that story out but there isn't necessarily one single thing it's like it's not this hidden secret you know we hear television shows all the time find your purpose discover your purpose well the big purpose is about love and bringing us all together and you know kingdom building and whatever you use whatever your instrument is whatever your voice is whatever your lane is that's what you lean into to accomplish that how do you feel about that i I agree with that i think i think i think the problem is is that people think that purpose means fame or success Mm -hmm. Um, and material success and why that could be a byproduct a byproduct that's not necessarily the end result of purpose so the fact that case in point going back to the the gentleman in dc my purpose was to help that young man get free over his mother's death mm-hmm. or at least begin the process or plant the seed. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. It, wasn't, it wasn't to be, you know, rich and famous. And we believe that that's going to happen. That's a byproduct. But yes. the purpose, my purpose is to inspire people into their greatness, mm-hmm. however, mm-hmm. which way that looks. Yes. However, in whichever way that looks. And it's not right. some big elusive idea I think that yeah. people are people tend to struggle with you know I'm still yeah. looking for my purpose I, I know that there is more and there's something I should be doing I don't quite know what it is and people are searching and reading a lot of help self-help books and things and I think though if we just start just start um, with the foundational knowledge of knowing that my purpose is love to give and receive yeah place myself in a position to give and receive because many of us aren't even in that position. We don't know what it looks like to receive love. And we don't know what it's like to give love. And all of that is for the sake of bringing us together. Then everything else will will, will be revealed because we'll begin to lean into who we are authentically. And that will bring about the totality of the purpose. Would you say? And and sometimes people think, you know, purpose and vocation are the same thing. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it can be. But oftentimes mm-hmm. they're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Elaborate a little bit more on that. I love that. Well, you know, some people think like, um, for instance, somebody like Oprah, her purpose is in what she's doing, like what mm-hmm. she did as far as the talk show, helping people and just being an inspiration. So many people do that channel of being a talk show host. That yes. was like it coming together, right? Yes. But you can be, look for example, like Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks her purpose <laughs> in just saying like, yo, I'm not getting up out this seat. Uh-huh. I'm tired. Uh-huh. uh-huh that was uh-huh. her purpose. Well, I don't know what she did for her, for her job. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You understand? Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. And so but that purpose be, ignited something bigger than herself. Exactly. And so it's, like I said, like, you know, purpose is like, I'm very, I'm very, uh, 
gentle with that because I think so many people, I, I do want to, you know, let people know that vocation and purpose are not the same. Your calling and purpose are not the same. Mm-hmm. They can be, mm-hmm. but more often mm-hmm. than not, they're probably not. They're probably not. They're probably yeah. not. Which I think also kind of leads us into our next uh, discussion, the thing I, I, I like to just visit a little with you, and that is in your work with celebrities, you know, who can sometimes have to deal with the superficial, right? They, they too, have a vocation and a purpose. You know, there's yes. a reason, you know, folks are starring on Broadway and are in lead roles. There's a reason, right. you know, that people are singing uh, their hearts out and, you know, uh, producing albums and, and, and hitting the charts, number you know, number one at the top of the charts. But they deal with the very superficial world sometimes, not knowing who's really authentic and in their corner and who's not. Um, Is there like one or two or two or three pieces of advice you can share to help them persevere uh, and and not be sidetracked by disillusionment? Yeah, that's that's a that's a tricky question. You you know, one of the things um, when I do work with celebrities, I like to work with them in an environment that is not something that they're familiar with. Yes. Um, yes. And, and the purpose the of that. And the purpose <laughs> of that is what? I said. I said. And also, not having the hangarounders. You know, right. they have so many people around them who who are lusting after them, but not loving them. Yes, lusting versus loving. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Okay. Um, and, and so they need to have, for example, like what I did with Lisa. Uh, I had her when we worked together. It was never in. Hollywood, it was never in any of that stuff. It was just one-on-one us talking, and it was never, you know, her family or people, you know, managers, agents, none of that stuff was around. It was just us. Uh-huh. And, and so I think, I think the one thing is you have to be honest, right? You have to uh-huh. get to a place where you're being honest. Lisa got to a place of honesty and vulnerability where she said, what I'm doing and what's happening is not working, and I don't like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, so you have to mm-hmm. get to that place. You have to, you have to have that desire and that awareness to say this isn't working. Wow. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. a challenge for a lot of celebrities because they live in a, you know, they live in a bubble. Absolutely. They don't live in a reality that Absolutely. we live in. Right. 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 Which is why They're this very is so much important. Insulated. Yes. Yes. So you have to number one get out of the insulation. You have to um, get outside of yourself and go beyond your. Uh, your purview, which is your, you know, your people, your agents, managers, you have to seek help for yourself. It can't be distilled through a manager or an assistant. It has to be you doing this. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anything else? Honesty is number one. Being honest Honesty with yourself. Is number one. Uh, number two, I would say um, you have you have to be willing to walk away for a little bit from what it mm. is that you do to get mm-hmm. yourself together. Wow. And mm-hmm. that's hard. Yeah, that's, that's huge. Hard because, <laughs> and, and the reason why that's very hard is because they equate a lot of times their value with what they do. Mm-hmm. 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 So as long as I'm doing what I do, I'm valuable. Yes. And that's not the truth. Yes. Yes, yes. So you have to be willing to understand. You have to be willing to walk away for a little bit to say, to get yourself back together. You have to be willing to say, my value is not in the number of albums I sell. My value is not in the number of people who watch my TV show. My value is not in the number of people who go to my Broadway show. My value right. is in who God made me to be. 
Right, 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 right. And I gather akin to that or inherent in that is, you know, kind of the fear, right? Of if I am yeah. not in the game, then someone else is going to take my, my, my place. Someone else right. is going to top the charts while I'm out doing whatever I'm doing. You know, someone else is going to become, you know, going to star on Broadway if I'm not doing, you know, if I'm not out there. But right. I think, okay, and what happens please. is you, you, uh, oftentimes they end up crashing and burning. They implode. Right, right, right. Because, because not they're not. Care of yourself. Right, right, right. Just take the time, do the work. And the rest will take care of itself because then you can come back showing up authentically, knowing who you are, knowing who's really in your corner and who's not. <laughs> you can then right. decipher that and not be sidetracked by any kind of delusions. This is fantastic purpose. Thank you so much. Um, guys, we're going to go to our final break. You're listening to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. Please go download his book, Purpose Principles, Volumes 1 and 2, and take a look at his award-winning book. Single man, married man. We'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you want to start living and not merely existing? Meet with Dr. Faith and learn to start laughing loudly and loving deeply right now. Gain insight. Resolve past debris. It's real answers to real problems. Call Dr. Faith at 212-729-5653 to find out more or visit drfaithbrown.com to schedule your free consultation. You'll find your first meeting to be a game changer. Mention you heard this on Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith and receive 10% off your first service. Call 212-729-5653 or visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com. Collaboration is the new black. From intimate relationships to boardrooms, from ivory towers to hospitals and political roundtables, the art of collaboration seals the deal. Dr. Faith invites you to meet with her to get the blueprint to synergistic collaboration. Collaboration delivers innovative solutions, making the impossible possible and the undeliverable deliverable, all while reducing stress and increasing revenue. Visit Dr. Faith at drfaithbrown.com to learn more and to schedule your game-changing meeting today. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You are tuned in to Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith. To reach the show today, feel free to send an email to askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's askdrfaith1 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. Here again is Dr. Faith Brown. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for sticking with us. I have the great pleasure of speaking with celebrity life coach, Mr. Purvis Taylor, today. And he has been so instrumental in helping us to uh, go beyond adversity and know that it does not stand a chance when love is in the equation. (laughs) And for all of you who've been listening to him, you know, if you are um, at a point at a crossroads in your life and you're having to make some decisions, go on his website or go to his email at principles at purvistaylor.com. Try to get on his calendar. Um, It may be a little challenging uh, because he is, um, he's a very busy life coach, but I'm sure if you were to email him, 
let him know that you like a sit down with him. He will definitely uh, make time and space for you. Visit his website at www.purvistaylor.com. Um, the name of his practice is Right Angle Coaching. And the right angle is what's important. We were just in discussions about um, his celebrity clientele who often may have challenges with just trying to figure out who's in their corner and who's not. And one of the biggest gifts he or she can give uh, to themselves is taking a time out, taking a time out to come back healthy and whole with clarity and knowing that he or she matters outside of what he or she may do uh, as a vocation, that they are worthy, uh, uh, worthy and, and valued for just being who he or she is. Um, so Purvis, thank you so much for highlighting that and um, letting us know because I think for celebrities as well as you know everyday people, laypersons like myself, it's important to understand because all of us encounter adversity every day. So let me just ask you this, how do we live consciously you know, in the moment, keeping love at the forefronts of our minds? Are there some tangible things, tangible takeaways for this audience, this worldwide audience um, that you could yeah. give us? You know, um, you know, first of all, you know, in order to give love, you have to be loved and you have to have you have to have that inside of you. So you have mm. to, you know, you have to do the soul care, the self the self care and things that I do personally. I, I meditate. I meditate on yes. scripture. Um, yes. I literally sit in the first, like the first hour of the day, I don't speak. Ah, mm-hmm. I don't text. Mm-hmm. I don't do anything. I speak. I, I don't speak. I sit in quiet. Mm-hmm. So in my quiet time, you can hear. You can kind of think and process and and um, and, and kind of can have a little bit of clarity because clarity precedes a breakthrough. So quiet yes. time is, is is definitely essential. Prayer, prayer mm-hmm. is absolutely essential to uh, my my soul care, my self care. And um, I like to journal. Mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. to write down a lot of my thoughts and just brain dump. Like it, just, it doesn't have to make sense just writing whatever <laughs> I'm feeling and yes. scribbling it on paper, like just getting it out. Yes, and, yes, and, yes. And, and here's something that I do. I don't, I don't share it that often, but I definitely talk to myself. I definitely uh-huh. talk as if, so if I'm having beef with a person, I'm uh-huh. imagining this person in front of me and I'm having a conversation with them. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm getting it uh-huh. out. Yes, yes. It's important yes. to do that. Yes, it and, is. You know, it is. with Lisa, my, Lisa Nicole Carson, one thing she does is she sings. She mm-hmm. walks barefoot in her house and she sings all day. Mm-hmm. And that's something that is very cathartic for her. Mm-hmm, 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 and she mm-hmm. dances. And that's something that's very cathartic for her. So she's like putting on, you know, shows, like one woman shows in her house. <laughs> and that is, uh-huh. it, it, it is, and it's brilliant, but it's something that helps her to manage. The bipolar is something that helps her to manage, you know, the anxiety she gets, she gets, she may get from time to time. It's, it's, uh, it's very cathartic. Mm-hmm, and and mm-hmm. so those are tangible things. Exercise. Exercise. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. Yes. You know, it's, it's so many things. My, you know, mindfulness, like just checking in, like breathing exercises. Like there's so many things that we can do to get ourselves back in alignment so that we're able to distill what it is we wanted to distill because we don't want to distill negativity. We want to distill positivity and love. Right. 
Right, 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 right. I always say that, you know, the vertical alignment, which is our own mind, bodies, and spirits, informs our horizontal relationships, our relationships yes. with other people. Right but we have to have yeah. that vertical alignment in place first. And sounds like what you're saying is the development of a spiritual practice is important, yes. whatever form that that may take, um, yes. that will bring us back to center. Bring us back yes. to ourselves first. And secondly, yes. you know, exercise is a, is a vehicle, is a way to do that, along with meditation or yoga or whatever that is. But bringing us yes. back to center is what's important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And okay. you got to, like, like I said, you can't give what you don't have. Mm. Do people recognize that they, that they don't have it? Well, a lot of people are running on empty. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are tired. Like, you shouldn't be tired of loving someone. You mm. should be filled up with love. You, don't, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so if that relationship is tiring you out, we need to, like, take a second look. We need to take a second look. And also, too, being able to, I think it's important to define a thing, to develop a lexicon, right? You need to know what your definition of love is. You need to know mm-hmm. what it is that you want. You have to be intentional. You have to set an intention every day what, how you want that day to go. It may not go that way that you want it to go, but you have to be intentional about what you want that day to be. Yes. And what you, yes. Want, to, and, and what you want your relationship to be, how you want to interact. You have to, you have to be intentioned about your life and your relationships and how the, 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 the energy in which you emanate to the world. You have to be intentional about that. Yes, that is huge intentional because that now we get into the vibrational sphere right yes whatever we're vibrating out whatever level wherever we're vibrating that's what we're going to attract exactly there's a vibration waiting there to meet it (laughs) intention folks the operative word of the day is intention and it's intention and also to you know Dr. Cindy Trim, she talks about commanding your morning. You have to speak. You have to speak into the atmosphere. Words are powerful. Words create worlds. You know? Mm-hmm. So you have mm-hmm. to speak life over yourself. You have to speak life over your relationship. You have to speak. You have to develop a positive language. Yes. You have a self uh, tape in our mind that rewinds. And oftentimes it's negativity, right? Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. we have to change mm-hmm. that self tape that's playing over and over again. And, and there's, you know, uh, in neuroscience is neuroplasticity, right? Yes. The positivity in the brain. And that's part uh-huh. of the self-care. So you, it's your responsibility to build positivity into your mind so you can distill that. You know, yes. so it's a lot. Yes. We, we don't realize how much power we have mm-hmm. and how much control mm-hmm. we have in our happiness, in, 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 in the success of our relationships. Right, right. But that we are the nexus. This is where it all starts. This yes, is where it all begins. And I love the fact that you brought in neuroscience because, yes. as, as well as our role in that. And one way to do that, one way to do it is when we have negative thoughts running rampantly through our minds, be it through uh, what we've heard all of our lives about ourselves or what society is dictating who we should be and what we're doing is to immediately arrest that thought immediately stop that thought in this track and replace it. Absolutely. And you have to replace it with several, several positive thoughts because, you know, with neuroplasticity, it's, it's, the brain is a muscle, so you have to constantly, constantly enforce positivity. That's why right. it's called positive reinforcement. You have to constantly do it. Right. It's not it a takes one-time time. thing. 
No, no, no. It takes time. It's over time, yeah. at least 21 days, and we go beyond because what yeah. we have to allow for is the building of a new neural pathway, which are the new thoughts, the positive thoughts, and allow the old pathway to become necrotic and die. We have to allow exactly. time for atrophy. We have. We want to clear out the old <laughs> and yeah. make room for the new by continual and repetitive uh, messaging uh, to ourselves, within ourselves, and in the atmosphere, releasing that to have a better life. Purpose, thank you so much for coming onto the show today and sharing with us ways that we can go beyond adversity. When love is in the formula, it doesn't have a chance. (laughs) It does not have a chance. So thank you so much for coming on and being with us. And again, for all of you who are at crossroads in your life, please uh, go to his email, email him, and, and see if you might be able to get onto his calendar Email him at principles at purvistaylor.com. Visit his website, www.purvistaylor.com. Download his books from his website, Purvis Principles, Volumes 1 and 2, as well as a book that he co-authored entitled Single Man, Married Man. And thank you guys so much from all over the world for uh, joining us today. We ask all of you who are in New York or will be in the, the New York area next Tuesday to join us as we will be broadcasting live from the State Office Building in Harlem, New York, with none other than Mr. Lenny Green. And I will have a very special co-host next week in the person of Mr. G. Keith Alexander. Guys, I will be sitting between two New York icons. I cannot wait for this. It's going to be so much fun. Email me at drfaithbrown at gmail.com for your ticket and to get on the registration list. Until then, guys, take a little time to laugh a little loudly and love a little deeper. We'll see you later. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Laughing Loudly, Loving Deeply with Dr. Faith can be heard live every Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Dr. Faith Brown hopes to speak to you again next week. And remember to always make time to laugh and love. 